you're listening to Life Lessons with Laura. episode of Life Lessons with Laura. (laughs) Thanks Oliver for the intro. He's a little tired. So in this episode I wanted to talk about independence and some of the risks of emotional dependency. I wanted to first start with a story of something that recently happened to me while on social media. It's interesting to me that a lot of people cannot fathom others doing something differently. They want everybody to be like them and where they're not like them, they can't associate with them. There's people that cling on to their religion in this manner. They cling on to their values in this manner. And they cling on to their way of life in this manner. So much so that they can't even have friends with different opinions than them. This is dangerous for a few reasons. Let me give you an example of something that recently happened to me. So on a post, there's a post that said, I would give my man a massage and feed him grapes if he wanted. And I commented, if he wants, I do this consistently because it's kind to care for him and show him I love him. Now, I don't, I don't have a man right now, <laughs> but this is just my opinion, okay? And a girl commented back saying, I'm a Nigerian girl. This is typical of our women here. Fix him food, set his bathing water if the shower isn't there. Rub on his feet. What does yours to and be his food? Okay. What does he do in return? Provide for you and his kids and protect y'all. So I said, I do the same thing but I don't require anyone to provide for me. And she said, it's your choice, LOL. We Africans, that's how it is. A man is the provider. He is the head of the house. You are his wife. If you're able to work and put something on the table too, it's welcome, but not over here. It brushes a man's ego if he's not able to protect protect and provide for his wife, kids, and family. So that's interesting. So I said, yes. I can't relate. I'm Guyanese and Scottish. I don't believe anyone should need to do anything for me. I believe I should be a soft and strong place for my man to land. Just difference in culture and upbringing, I suppose. But I respect your decision and that you wish to be provided for. Because obviously she's saying it's a trade-off that she has to keep, keep the house together while he works, which that's fine. I think that's pretty, pretty traditional nowadays. So she got triggered, I believe, and said, LOL, I don't wish to be provided for. I'm supposed to be provided for. Okay, sorry, girl. 
me and my future husband's kids, he provides and I support him by taking care of some of the things in the house that we need. I will also be more into raising my kids and keeping together the family I vowed to keep. It's not physics, okay? You're not talking about physics either. That's just how it's supposed to be. Maybe lose some of that toughness and let things be the way it's supposed to be. Besides, the men providing for us are not even complaining. There's so much to unpack here. So she cannot just allow the fact that I'm an independent woman. I too would take care of the household. I too have, you know, would be super involved with taking care of the kids. I'm independent. This girl doesn't know this. I do this all by myself as it is no man required. Why would that change when a man comes into my life? The only thing that would change is I would be adding to my plate a little bit. I would be adding to my current day-to-day things that I do by loving this person, by taking care of this person. And actually, I might be relieved in a sense because he might pick up some tasks and chores as well. And then it's team effort. It's 50-50. And we're hustling together. That, in my opinion, is king. In my opinion, that is how relationships should be. They should be a trade-off. And if you're a weak person, not saying that she's a weak person, but if you're a weaker person or you know that you can only handle one thing at a time, go off. But that doesn't mean you have to turn around and tell other people to change how they are because of what you believe. Like telling me to maybe lose toughness and let things to be, be the way it's supposed to be. By whose mechanism? By your rules and your idea of living? That's not mine. And I said in my previous message, I respect I respect you and what you want to do. And then she turns around and, co- and she's triggered and comes at me saying, maybe you need to change. Yeah. And also the last point, the men providing for us are not even complaining. Do they have to complain in order for you to understand that it's an issue or a problem for them? Do they have to complain in order for you to see that they're dumping their cups out and you're not? Do you have to have them complaining to you to understand that it's not equal, that that man can now turn around and leave and you're not even going to have enough to provide for yourself? You're just going to stand there with your hand out and go, I want to be paid for the kids or for my half and good luck with that. These are the reasons why I choose to be an independent female because I take care of myself. I take care of my own and I don't expect anybody to do anything for me. It's been like that my whole life. I moved out when I was 17 years old and I have not changed. I don't go on social media asking other people to change because of what I believe. I know a lot of females are not independent. I know what I do is very rare. But I will not ask other people to be like me because I'm butthurt or triggered or whatever. So the other day I saw a post. So there's this there's this awesome account. Um, I suggest you follow them. They have hundreds of thousands of followers. They're really funny. It's called Disappointing Affirmations. And on this page it says, stop worrying about what other people think. I mean, have you met other people? They're awful. <laughs> so... They just have really like negative affirmations on their page, which makes you laugh. It makes light of the situations and, you know, um, like for example, let me give you another one here. Everything is going to be okay. Eventually you'll be dead and you won't have to deal with any of this shit. (laughs) It's like, 
<laughs> Unless you have a sense of humor like me, that's just like really sad. Um, oh, here's another good one. Today, I'm taking control of my emotions. I am choosing anger. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, I find that so funny. This last one. Being dead inside doesn't mean you can't live a happy life. Just learn to love being dead inside. Really lean into it. <laughs> Anyways. Um... That's funny. This last one. Okay, one more, one more. You are more than enough. Way more. Dial that shit back a bit. <laughs> I should have said that to this girl, but... Anyway, long story short, you know, there's no possible way in this life you are going to be getting along with everybody and, you know, have the exact same ideas and opinions and views as anybody my point is, if you are so close-minded in the sense that you can't even have a friend with a different opinion than you, you can't let a stranger on the internet live their life with a different opinion or way about themselves. Like, what are you really focusing your energy on, is my question. I just thought it would be interesting to kind of see where she's going with this. And then when she said, maybe lose some of that toughness, I was like, you know what, I'm done with this now. Um, so yeah, I, I, I never replied back to that comment, but, um, yeah, you know, people get triggered and, and it's, it's inevitable. In my opinion, people who are strong, independent women, we don't settle for less. We know what we deserve, um, and we won't settle for less. We're also financially stable. We also embrace change because whatever challenges us, we understand that a change is happening. Um, you know, you become confident about what you look like. You become comfortable in your own skin without trying to change anything. I take responsibility for my own happiness. I don't look to other people to blame them for why I'm not. And I don't need a man to feel complete. I feel complete and whole on my own. And above that, having self-respect is my number one priority. I stand up for what I believe in. I manage my life effortlessly. I'm proud of myself and I know how to get what it is that I want. And I'm not afraid of working hard to get there. So truly being independent is power in my opinion. It is knowing that you are set and I don't need to depend on anyone else for anything at all. And I know this is a personal opinion. Remember in episode one, I asked that listeners, please just listen to my point of view, even if it's different from your own. And the reason being because I know that the, I'm going to say, like, I don't even know what the statistic would be, but more often than not, I know people like me do not exist. I know we're very rare. I know there's a lot of people that prefer, um, you know, the typical man, male, female roles of I stay at home with the kids and work and, you know, I, I have my own job as well. I stay at home with the kids, I cook our meals and dad goes to work and does like this woman said, you know, he, he basically pays for the family and protects the family and they have their traditional male and female roles and like that's totally okay too but I'm just telling you why I feel independence is my superpower and beyond that 
I think people who have excessive dependency needs towards their partner, they typically have difficulty making everyday decisions without a great deal of advice and reassurance from other people. They also will be avoiding conflict because of their fear of losing the support and approval of the important people in their lives. Not only that, but now they have to live their life assuming their partner's ideologies and their partner's consequences and really live life from a place of fear and dependency because you know if anything was to happen if you were to slip up if something you know happened to you or the kids or whatever how is he going to support you how would he have your back in certain situations where you betrayed him if you betrayed him you know we are human beings and betrayal is not part of any relationship but that's not to say that you can't betray him in other ways. Like, say you shared an opinion that he did not like, or you, you know, talk to your friends about something that he wanted to keep private between the two of you. Like, there could be a host of reasons that support this man being upset with you for whatever reason. And I don't want to live from a place of fear. I want to live from a place of peace and calmness and security, true security. And I know for me personally, the only way that I could get that true security is doing it on my own, girl. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit about independence. And I wanted to take this into out of relationships and into senior citizens. Because at some point in our lives, we will be dependent on other people. You know, I can't be hustling like this for the rest of my life until I die you know like it is just not possible there's gonna come a time where I'm gonna be too old so in that I found a really interesting article it's a psychology journal um, and the title is called the dangers of dependency new findings on domestic violence against the elderly and basically they examined the conflicting hypothesis that one Increased dependency of an older person causes stress for relatives um, who then have responded with physical violence. And two, the increased dependency of the abusive relative leads to maltreatment. So data was obtained from a case control study of abuse of the elderly, which consisted of 42 physically abused people, which is, I think, with an average age of about 70 years old, and 42 controls of around the age 75 so even so 70 and 75 42 controls each the results showed that the elderly victims were not likely to be more dependent but were instead more likely to be supporting the dependent abuser so it suggested that these findings have implications for social exchange theory and for policy towards the aging because this is a consistent thing that's happening people are actually there's dangers that are involved with this type of dependency. And unfortunately, if you come from an abusive past or relationship or family, it only gets worse because you now depend on them and they're being abusive. Some key signs of emotional dependence include things like believing that you can't find happiness or security on your own. Um, you know, having a persistent fear of rejection from others, being worried that 
oh my gosh, if I choose to leave the house now versus in 20 minutes, dinner's not going to be ready on time and I'm going to get in trouble. Or the constant need for reassurance, like I did the dishes, but they didn't say anything. They didn't say thank you, you know? <laughs> It also could include a persistent fear of rejection or, you know, feeling empty and anxious when you're spending time by yourself. So a lot of people experience feelings of jealousy or possessiveness or difficulty trusting their feelings for you or, you know, you, you looking to your partner to help them build your self-esteem, your confidence or your self-worth. These are all signs of emotional dependency and, you know, just watch out for how it affects you because you could have trouble meeting your own emotional needs and that could have a significant impact on your relationships. Um, you know, you could have problems in your relationship, you could have poor self-care, you could have stress, um, you know, really it leads to, could lead to a host of issues, so... Just check in and see if there are ways you're being or showing up emotionally dependent on your partner and see if you can learn how to emotionally depend on yourself. It doesn't have to be independence like I spoke of financially or, you know, in terms of life goals and jobs and careers. It can be as simple as the emotional side of things. How can you be your own best friend and, and get credit from yourself and feel whole on your own? And you can do this whether or not you're in a relationship, you know? It just takes you spending a moment um, looking at these areas of your life and contemplating them. And this will ultimately help you grow. I really hope that everything I share can help you find a little bit more peace, a little bit more ease, a little bit more grace in your life to enjoy. Because we aren't here long. My best friends, they know me. They know that I say this very, very often. But we are not on earth for more than a blip in the radar in the grand scheme of things. Have you ever looked at space? Like, have you ever, you know, I, I feel like we all have at some point. I mean, we're required to do it in school, but... Have you ever looked at like how magnificent and enormous mountains are, for example, or earth or just anything really? Zoom out and see how small we are and feel how short of time we have on earth and really grasp and understand that you got to make it worth it for you. Whatever that looks like to you, you have to make it worth it. And I trust that you will. And you got to trust that you will. Hopefully I can provide little segments of your life to just shine some light on. Take a look at. And maybe through listening to these episodes, you too will grow. I would be, <laughs> I would be so thrilled if I helped even one person. Honestly, that would be awesome. So... If I did help you in any way, shape, or form, please let me know. I think that would be just beautiful. Like I said, we don't have long on earth, so your time is precious and valuable, and I appreciate it with all that I am. Thank you, as always, for listening to yet another episode of Life Lessons with Laura.